G'day, it's Clairsy here. These are the best bits of today's Clairsy, Shane and Kimber on Mix 94.5. Clairsy, you know, I do enjoy a bit of Facebook and I use it in any way that I can. There's lots of different ways it can be used. You do. Sometimes I think you're just ignoring me, but you're just on Facey. Yeah, exactly. I'm part of a girls group on Facebook. Now, the premise of this group is that we're all strangers. It's mm. just a bunch of women all over Perth. There's thousands of us. Flatting each other's hair. Well, no, it's kind, of, it's kind of like this closed group and it's an advice group, right? So there's lots of posts about, hey, what's the best mascara? Or, hey, I'm thinking about buying this. What would you recommend? And it oh. just helps us helps out people or, you know, if they need advice on where to get their car serviced, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's also advice about personal issues. So girls will say, this has happened to me. What should I do? And, and girls will help out, right? right? It's just a really nice community. Would you date Sam Wood from The Bachelor? No, no, it's more... It's, Come on. You, More you, practical, is it? You're undermining no. how, you know. <laughs> I just hear a lot of girls talk. No, it's a nice, solid advice group, right? Okay, cool. Now, I saw a story last week of a girl on a blind date. Right. And I was so disgusted by what I read that uh, we've gotten in touch with this girl, Rachel, who wrote the story, wrote her story. Okay. And so we thought we'd get Rachel to tell us what happened. Yeah, Rachel from Up. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning. Hi. Rachel, it's been nice. Well, it's it's great to get to know you over the Facebook group, but why don't you tell us what actually happened when you went on your date? Okay, uh, it was it was Sunday afternoon. Um, I'd been talking to this guy on an online sorry an online dating site. I won't mention the name. No, but, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and I'd been talking to him for about a week on and off. And on the Sunday afternoon, I was already in, I was in Fremantle and I was uh, already there doing something else when he asked if we could catch up. I said, yeah, sure, I agreed. And I walked over to the meeting spot and waited for about 10, 15 minutes while he drove to Fremantle. And uh, yeah, 15 minutes went by and then I saw him approaching me. So I stood up to make him aware that it was me. Yeah. And I waved at him. And then he suddenly just stopped walking and then he just looked around and then he looked right back at me and he laughed at me and then he looked around sort of again for like 30 seconds and then he just turned around and walked away back in the direction he'd come from can you i just can't even get my head around it when i was reading the story rachel i just thought it was unbelievable so this guy has agreed to meet with you you've talked online you've gotten on quite well you've turned up and so essentially you know without sounding harsh what's happened is he's looked at you and just gone not interested and so then laughed at you and walked away exactly that and then i I stood there like a like a stunned mullet for like five minutes trying to process what happened and what kind of made it worse was there was this group of girls just sitting out the front of this Mm. other store they'd seen the whole thing and then they were like looking at each other and they were trying not to laugh Right. I just can't, I can't understand how people could be so ugly in personality. Like, what what kind of person would think that that was an appropriate way to treat somebody? It's, it's hideous. Rachel, do you think he was looking around pretending as though he hadn't seen you? You know that kind of thing. Was he trying to make an excuse? I think? would. I would like. I would. Uh, yeah. I would like mm. to think like yeah. Like maybe just he. Some people were saying maybe he chickened out or anything like that. Yeah. And he just couldn't do it and he walked off. I was like, yeah, I'd like to think that, but I don't think that's the case. Probably not. No, he's, so, he's probably right. just a cad. I suppose the other thing too, Rachel, the only way you can describe it is you just feel humiliated. Like you know that this person has gone, yeah, I'm interested in getting to know you after I've yeah. talked to you, but now once I've seen you, you're not my type and I'm and I'm not even going to bother spending time with you. Exactly. It just I've never felt so low or I just yeah, I felt really low about myself. And like, I went home and I tried to keep it together. But then I got home and, yeah, as you mm. do, it gets to you and you let a few tears out and stuff. But I posted it on that group and just the amount of comments I got from these ladies was just amazing. I felt so 
much better about myself. I felt so lifted and everything. And it just kind of went off with the comments and the likes and everything like that. Well, and the and, other thing too is, Rachel, I saw you asked people to say, you know, has anyone else had this, like an experience did, where yes. a first, like a blind date or a first date experience that is this humiliating? And what was worse is that other girls also had stories, Clairsy, like other girls were saying, oh, yeah, you know, I I went on a date uh, to King's Park and the guy just left me there. The he same just, kind of thing. Yeah, like just what okay. is going on? Yeah. Hey, Rachel, you completely surprised by this when you think about a lot of these dating sites that and let's be honest uh, women do it too but quite often guys will look at the face and move to the next person do you think that's what he's do you think that's what he's done i oh, know it's hurtful i think it is especially where the, in the in the apps you've got like you can just like but just based off the look of their face that's mm. where you can snap judge it's like a meet me kind of thing and they don't even look at the profile they just look at the face yeah mm. just a judge of someone's face it's just disgusting that they don't even get to know the actual person yeah well rachel i'm glad that you got some support from everybody yeah, out of the group and I, we really appreciate you talking to us too thank you that's okay hey good on you rachel all the best thanks that's um, Rachel to, of Cool Blood, Yeah, we'd love to take your calls, 133353. Mm. Tell us your humiliating first date story. Like, Because we know Rachel's not alone on this. This is just what sometimes it might not be as awful as that is. I just thought that was dreadful. But, you know, what's the humiliating thing that's happened to you on a first date? I went on RSVP once. Yeah? Yeah, and I got someone interested in it. I put my photo up and <laughs> they disappeared. They disappeared. Glazzy. <laughs> <laughs> Babe. Aww. <laughs> Kimber, we have mentioned, we've uttered those words many times on the show over the years. Relationships can be very, very hard work. Finding the right person, keeping uh, the right person and the right relationship going. But it's even tougher if you don't get the uh, the first step. I'm not talking about first base either. No, but you know what? Sometimes I feel like this is a bit of a blessing in disguise when you find out the real ugliness of a person. Yeah. Uh, up front, like when you find out their personality is they're not a nice person and you find out before you're in the relationship with them, that could be a good thing. Yeah, we heard that story from Rachel just moments ago. Yeah, Rachel went on a date, a blind date with a guy that she'd been talking to that she met online and he walked in, saw her and decided she's not for me and rudely laughed and then walked out. Yeah. Like after she waved at him like, hi, I'm here and like what a jerk. Well, it's humiliating. There were a bunch of girls right very close there and that makes it even more humiliating because they're trying not to giggle. It's just disgusting behaviour. Uh, like, and also just that whole judging someone on how they look, but not even have the decency to sit down. Yep. Peter, you have called through because you had this had a humiliating first date experience. Oh, did I ever? Okay, <laughs> uh, met a lady on the internet and uh, conversed with emails for a couple of months, then spoke on the phone for another couple of months. So mm. we arranged to have a meet. Oh yeah. I get to the place, and about five minutes later. <clears throat> Pardon me, I get a, a text that says, you don't look like your voice. Good luck. Oh, Peter. <gasps> you have got that's, a good voice, by the way. Oh, there you go. That's mm. dreadful. But anyway, I don't look like my voice. Right. So, anyway. So, so she hasn't had the courage up. to have a, have a chat with you and find out what you like. Well, that's it. I mean, we fought for a couple of months, and uh, mm. she seemed like a, a decent enough sort of person, so... Yeah. That's terrible. And like dragging it out like that. And then so she's obviously walked up, seen you, and then walked out and then texted you from outside. That's right. That is just so rude. I, I don't understand what is going through people's heads. Dirty street pie. It's very disappointing. Sorry about that, Peter. Thanks for your call. Oh, it happened. Okay, bye. Thanks, Pete. G'day, Shane from Bunbury. Shane, has this uh, something similar like this happened to you with that humiliating first date situation? It did, yeah. Going back in the uh, probably mid to late 90s now. Um, on a chat site, went over to Queensland, spent a couple of weeks with her. Oh, yeah. yeah. Got there, she met me at the airport, and basically the same thing as Peter. Ah, oh, you um, don't look like what you, the way you talk. It's like, okay. GPS 
Um, yeah, admittedly, I'm not the best-looking guy around, but, um, yeah. But, that, but yeah, that's crazy. So you, you went there for a couple of weeks, and she's basically said that at the baggage carousel. So then what do you do? Mm. Well, basically, I had to find a hotel for two weeks. <gasps> oh, lonely guy. Wow. Yeah, I thought, I'm not going to go back home and enjoy myself. Yeah. Do you know, though, Shane, do you think now, looking back, that maybe you've just you dodged a bullet? Um, yeah, because I wouldn't have the lovely partner I've got now. Oh, oh, there you go. Nice. That was the next question. Shane, fair love. <laughs> Happy ending. Well done, mate. Thanks, guys. Good on you, Shane. Shane of Bunners there, uh, sharing his little story. Uh, and really cool of these guys to ring up and, and confess to those stories. You know what? If people want to be upfront about, not, you know, saying I'm not attracted to you or whatever, I think mm. there are nicer ways to do it than the way these people are handling it. Does it hurt that much to have the coffee or the meal or whatever? Apparently it does. Yeah, okay. Mm. <sighs> the Quick bit of entertainment gossip before we get to the real deal, which is Heather from The Bachelor. Maybe the real deal. I thought I'd let you know, Claire, that a California school is holding a Tom Hanks-themed homecoming. So they started the hashtag, hashtag Tom Hanks to Kerman High School, and they got an unexpected response from the man himself. Tom Hanks has tweeted, gear up, Kerman High School. For homecoming, I'm working on something for the festivities. Ah. They think that means that he's coming to the homecoming. I somehow think that that's not going to happen. He might bring Wilson and play volleyball with him. Mm, I think he's just going to make some sort of video thing. That's what he would do, probably. probably. Now, Adele blitzed onto the scene. She was a huge success and then had a break to go and make a baby. And now Brit sensation Adele has reportedly been offered $1.6 million per night to perform in Las Vegas. Oh, that's she's, Celine Dion type money. Yeah, she's 27 years old. Hey. Her third album is out in November and yeah. now this offer. But the thing is, Adele suffered in the past with vocal nodules and needed right. vocal cord surgery. So performing every night at a residency in Las Vegas might not really be something that works for her. And that's been the big thing about it all the years, way back to you know your Sinatras and those kinds of acts, right through to Celine Dion and Elton John in recent years, yep. is you have to be so tough to do that. So Absolutely. Your, vo- your vocal has to be so robust. But still, $1.6 million a night. Ah. That's not slim pickings. And in other news, Heather, Heather from The Bachelor actually turned up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering, is, is uh, Heather Wood there by any chance? I'm just testing you out. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Actually, hey. it's probably part of the reason why I wasn't able to answer. You know, i just not going by Maltman anymore. No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, Heather, the things that everyone wants to know, I've asked the people mm. in our gallery, we've Part of a peanut gallery where we all sit together and um, send each other messages at night while we watch the show. I'm absolutely hooked on The Bachelor. Uh, They would like to know, have you got a history of being friend-zoned? Because you are a little bit matey with the guys. Oh, no. No, I don't. No. No. no, so no this definitely okay. not, no. So no, even I usually, though... I usually have the opposite ex- uh, option where I'm just like trying to beat them off with a stick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. I've had enough. No. Too many. <laughs> yeah, stop, stop. No. Okay, no, so Sam sort of thought thinks that there might be a friendship there, but you're you're still saying there's more. Uh, well, look, I mean, I don't want to put words in his mouth or anything like that, but I mean, I feel like the moment we made out... Mm. Friendship zone ended, and hey, I'm into you. Let's kiss again. Started. Okay, but least, Heather, that's see, what I hope. <laughs> I, well, I hope that too. But at the, the, the same time, you say we made out, but at the party, you said you had a reassuring kiss. Now, a reassuring kiss, call me crazy. That's not the kind of kiss I want. I want something yeah, passionate. Not, I don't want to like. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, there's two things to that one. First of all. I don't want to sit there and talk to the girls about how I fully made out with our boyfriend because that's yeah. just uncomfortable. It's yeah. like they're, they're interested in him as well. And 
from experience, when the other girls came back and talked about, you know, being intimate with him, it made me feel like what I had with him didn't mean as much and it would make me want to close off and not talk to him and not be there anymore. So I didn't want to do that to the other girls. I was like, I'm just, so, you know, I just, I just, tried to sort of wash over the topics when it came to any of the intimate stuff. Key words right there, our boyfriend. That's the key. That's the weird part. It's weird, right? I think it's funny. I just think that's a funny thing to say. Yeah. Um, (laughs) How about the the passion on a group day when you hear about that, when you hear about uh, Snejana having a a passion with him? What do you think? Uh, Pardon? How were you you feeling when there was a situation where you found out that he was passioning someone else on a date? Oh, see, I I don't know. Like, I I feel like I went into it just knowing that that was a possibility Mm. and just tried not to think about it, I guess. And at the end of the day, like, it, you know, there's no real difference between dating one guy on The Bachelor and dating a guy in everyday life because, you know, people can be seeing multiple people at one time Might and you exclusive. will never know. The only yeah. difference is we know. Mm. So, I don't know. I just, I don't think it's really that big a deal. I mean, I've I've been dating a guy before and he's been seeing a couple of other people and, and then, you know, we've both decided it's going to be exclusive. And, okay. You know, okay. I think The Bachelor is exactly the same thing, but with roses, and that's a nice way to do it. Yeah, sweet. Mm. Well, you know, Heather, yeah. last week you were in a bit of fire or you were all over the, the websites because you did a radio interview where you said that you found a good friendship in Sam, like there was a good friendship oh, and you found a good friend and a good partner. You'll be careful what and you And everyone yeah. went, oh, Heather must win, yeah. but they haven't banned yeah. you from doing interviews. So <laughs> I'm no, assuming that, that there's no more taken... to that story. Well, if you actually listen to the full interview, it was taking it was taken very out of context, which you know I think is part of the fun of the show. You know, mm. is speculating and going, are they? Aren't they? What does it all mean? Who am I really? How do I feel about Christmas? Overthinking. Like, <laughs> yeah. Way too much yeah, overthinking. Exactly. Yeah. But the truth is, like, there's a lot of viewers who watch the show who don't realise it's not happening in, happening in actual time. It's, yeah. it's already finished filming. So I was pretty much just talking in context of the show. So really, I haven't let slip anything. People really don't know if I've ended up with him or not. Oh, okay. well, yeah, Heather would, you married. Uh, I know. Are there any real, are there any real <laughs> friendships, uh, Heather? Any real <laughs> friendships post-production? So you're all out of the house. Is anyone actually friends? Oh, no, Heather's there with Emily now. Look, I've made myself available to all of the girls. I'm not interested in being mean to anyone. That's just not my jam. And at the end of the day, people can say whatever they want behind my back and then have it shown on camera. I'm going to send you the love. Like, I'm just always going to send out the love. Okay. Um, Okay. You've made yourself available, but you're not hanging out with anyone? Well, no, Tess is my buddy. Tess is my main jam. Okay. Okay. Beginning, the one who got changed. Right. I absolutely adore that girl. Like, Mm. a little bit of a girl crush there. Okay. Um, Jacinda's also the bomb diggity. Oh, God, I love Jacinda. How good is Jacinda? I know. I was really sad that she left. Yeah, I know. I I cried. I definitely cried. She was one of my favorites. Um, Sarah is a legend. Snajana's a hot doctor mama. Nina is like the best drifter in the world. <laughs> Lana's hilarious. She's like a Disney princess, but in all the right ways. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, could, I could go on. I could okay. Go on. <laughs> all right. Well, we, yeah. didn't, we didn't manage to get too much out of you there. We can't. We'll try and Kimber twist was, this for you later. She's working on the angles, but Heather, <laughs> the, the main thing is the footy finals are a week away. You want to come to my place and hang out, mate? Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, good on you. I'll tell my wife today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, tell her I'll bring some cream cheese. Hey, what a girl. Yeah. All right, well, good luck, Heather, and we hope you get your bow or, I don't know, I don't even know what I'm supposed to wish for people anymore. Was it bow and arrow? Get in there and have a crack. (laughs) Hey, thanks, Heather. Yeah, I hope I I walk away with a man friend too. That would be fantastic. Well done. By the way, this is radio. Can you hang around on the other line and do some voiceovers for us? Nice work. (laughs) 
The best of Clairsey, Shane and Kimber on Mix 94.5.